Hello, and welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin, and I'm a life mindset and human design mentor who is all about helping you heal and rediscover your authentic self so you can go out and do some really epic stuff. So this podcast is going to be all about spirituality, self-empowerment, self-discovery, wellness, healing, parenting, sobriety, mental health, you name it, we're going to talk about it. This is all about helping you along in your own self-project journey. So go ahead and let's sit back and dive right in. I want to welcome to the show today, Jessica Korf. And Jessica is the owner of Florida Lee Photography and Refashion Magazine. And she is on a mission to provide an empowering co-creative experience that brings out a woman's unique beauty, joy, and confidence so that she can step in to and become present to the woman she truly is, free of the weight of the world expectations. And I have to say, I absolutely love that mission statement. It gives me chills because... um you know, as women, we often do feel the weight of the world's expectations on our shoulders as, you know, moms, wives, employees, sisters, daughters, friends, all all the labels, all the identities that we have. So I just think that that mission is truly beautiful. And I'm really, really, really excited to um, hear more of your story, hear more about what you do, and just to just get to connect with you. So Jessica, if you didn't mind, will you um, just kind of tell us more about you and what it is that you do? Sure. Um, I am a portrait photographer. We're here in Tucson, Arizona. And um, I mostly specialize in branding and headshots specifically for women. Um, And then we've created a brand new fantastic project called the art of her this year as well that's really about supporting women in that space of who they are and um, telling their story which is exactly like what you do right you give women the space to tell their story Um, and we all have them and I think it's so important that we share them Um, so that is something I do it's really important that the headshots and branding it seems so straightforward but I always say I specialize in women who don't feel photogenic because it's never their job to be photogenic. Right? This is your photographer's job to not oppose you and guide you and really bring out the best in you so that you can really be seen as who you are um, and feel really comfortable to, to, to be seen. Um, so that's what I do in my portrait business. And then I also own Refashion Magazine. That's a fairly newer venture. Uh, we just published our very first physical publication, which is super exciting. Uh, It's a year in the making. It's a yearly publication, and it's featuring some of our top women in business here in Tucson. And it also gives space for women to show up as the experts that they are, because sometimes we we like to hide and pretend we don't really know what we know. So it creates this um, encouragement to step into being the expert and write articles and show up locally so that more women can find you as well. Um, and it's really just about encouraging women to step into their power and sort of about marrying this power and femininity because you can have both. 
right? Power doesn't mean that you don't get to keep that feminine, feminine self that we love. Um, and being in your feminine self doesn't mean that you don't have to have power and strength. And uh, certainly it takes a lot of that sometimes, I think, to become the woman that we are. So <laughs> it's all about celebrating that and encouraging women to step into it. That's incredible. I love that you bring that up because a lot of times, like you said, the word feminine and we can't think of, um, or necessarily, I guess the word feminine isn't associated, like you said, with somebody in power and, um, you know, somebody I'm thinking like successful, you know, powerful, influential woman and, you know, and feminine, and you're correct that it's not often, um, associated with that, like I said, and oftentimes the energy sometimes, um, that we would associate with, it would be more of a masculine energy because we think to be successful and influential and all of those things that you have to give this really like driven, passionate, you know, hardworking, all of that, the masculine energy. So I think that's really beautiful what you're representing. Thank you. And we called it success refashion because women do it differently right? It's refashioned because we refashion, we're refashioning how success is done. Uh, one of the women interviewed, so I can't take credit for this quote, one of Rhonda Peoples was uh, someone that we interviewed. And she made the comment that success has been mostly driven by a male, a masculine society, a culture of success, right? And that's okay, because that worked for a really long time, because that's who was doing it. Uh, but it doesn't work for women as well. And, and like you just talked about, in order to for, to make it work in that world, those women had to sort of pull away some of their femininity and, and step into this masculine um, self in order to be successful there. So it's really about how we're doing it differently and doing it our own way. That's incredible. That is so incredible. So I would love to hear a little bit more about... Um, well, what kind of led you to that? We were talking a little bit before the call about, um, you know, your story and your background. And I would just love to know what what pulled you towards, you know, photography and towards wanting to build this magazine that, you know, showcased women in this way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I will say, I didn't know photography was a thing that I liked. Uh, a lot of people have that great story. Like, oh, my grandfather gave me a camera at 10. And those are awesome stories. I did not have that one. <laughs> I was actually attending school for graphic design uh, when I fell into it. But um, my why, right? I chose photography because it makes an impact. And my why around that is really, I grew up in a, you know, I was uh, sexually abused for much of my first half of my life, like from, from until I was about seven years old or so. Um, and then I was also mentally and physically abused until I was 18. And when I moved out, by the time I was 19, I was with a man that I, I pretty shortly after married, who it was a toxic marriage, it was a toxic relationship. And for me, I was just always in this state of constant fear and powerlessness and anxiety. Um, I didn't know any different and marrying into that just seemed like another, another part of what I had already always been around. Um, and I will say, so one thing about me is I have four girls and I always say that I'm here because of them. Um, so when I left my marriage, you know, I was in a, like I said, I was powerless. I didn't feel strong in myself. I don't know if I ever would have left for myself. 
But at the point that I realized that I was teaching them that this was okay by staying, that was the point I left. I did it for them um, so that they wouldn't, I knew that I didn't know how to get out of who I was in that moment, but my hope was that they didn't have to become who I was in that moment. So I left and that was probably the hardest thing I could have ever done uh, because, you know, I was a person who I didn't make decisions without confirmation of anything. Like I was terrified of doing anything wrong. Uh, perfectionist didn't even begin to describe it. So <laughs> it was a really scary leap to leave and really have no idea what I was doing or where I was going. Um, I was a preschool teacher at the time, so I decided to go to art school and that's how I ended up in the graphic design. Uh, which of course slowly led into the photography. And I just knew that, that this had to make a difference for women, that I had to help them find that power because I didn't have it. I never had it. And when I was finally learning to find it in myself, it felt like it had been so long. Like, I wish I could have found it sooner. So it became about showing women what they really have because we don't always see it in ourselves. Um, so that's kind of like where it all piled into, <laughs> um, which of course then continued to lead into the magazine. It just became this, how do I keep, how do I keep giving more? How can I give more and help more women see it? Cause it broke my heart. How many women would come in and were struggling with getting in front of the camera because we just play so small. Your story is just, um, thank you for sharing that with us. Um, I just, I really resonate. I'm a mom to five boys. So, you know, when you say that you, you didn't want to see them and think that that was okay for them to be in that type of relationship and that you left for them. I'm just, that resonates a lot with me because um, you're right. It's not easy to make those changes, especially when we don't know um, what's out there. My husband actually just told me a quote this morning. It's not the change that the, the scary part, it's the unknown is what scares us. So um, I just think that that's incredibly brave and inspiring that you, you know, made that choice that you were going to show your girls better. You were going to show them what was possible and that. So thank you for sharing with us. Um, I love that. Well, and I love that because sometimes we just need that encouragement too. And just knowing that we kind of have that support and community behind us as we step out to do be scary things, because obviously it probably wasn't an overnight thing that, you know, you went from like being in this relationship and having gone through the childhood that you did to now all of a sudden you're able to share your story and, you know, do the things that you're doing. So obviously that's been a journey, you know, it doesn't like, and, you know, I would just kind of love to hear a little bit more along your journey. What are some of the things that you, that really, really helped you, that really helped you, you know, regain confidence in yourself and helped you realize that um, you were worth going and doing these things and you were worth, you know, having, 
having these things and having the, you know, the healthy relationship. I would just love to know if you minded sharing a little bit more with us. Oh yeah, of course. Um, I, I think one of the most important things is that outside of a marriage at the time that was toxic and unhealthy, um, I did pretty well at surrounding myself with people who were supportive and loving. So it started first with having people who supported me and who had no problem telling me even long before I left that I needed to make better choices. Right. <laughs> um, and when I knew it was time, I, I had a coworker and I, I really hardly knew her, but she was, well, she, I think she recognized the fact that even when I said I was leaving, if I had nowhere to go, that it would be a cycle, I would just stay. So she, she let me and my three kids at the time come and stay with her in her apartment. She was pregnant. And I, I think without her and that first sort of kind hand, right. Um, I don't know if, if my journey would be where it is right now. So it starts with making sure that I just, I had people around me who really did genuinely care about me. Um, and then of course, like same thing with my husband, right. He pushed me into my business. <laughs> uh, and then I will say, so in 2018, I, I actually earned the um, photographer favorite or best photographer award. I'm sorry for the reader's choice awards here locally. And it's, that was very exciting. And equally, one thing to know is that when you leave those situations, that doesn't mean you're healed, right? You, you still sort of live in that aftermath of what was caused, right? Um, so I struggled immensely with imposter syndrome. And when I won that award, my business pretty much stopped for six months. I sabotaged myself. I wouldn't get back to emails. I wouldn't respond to people. I was so afraid of being seen and then being realized that I didn't deserve this award, that I stopped being seen. I, I did everything I could to no longer be seen anymore. <laughs> and it was a disaster. And my very patient husband just sat by and let me work through it. <laughs> And there was, uh, in 2019, I met a woman who is in the magazine. Her name was Rhonda, Rhonda Peoples. And I always say that she pushed me off of more ledges in the first month of knowing her than I did my whole, I hope my whole life. <laughs> she, she's just very encouraging. She's very dynamic. And she just really saw something I think that I couldn't quite see yet. Um, and in knowing her, she introduced me to something called the Landmark Forum. So in August of 2019, I, right over my birthday weekend, I attended the Landmark Forum and it was life-changing. It, it changed everything about my life from then on. Um, I went in with so much fear and anxiety all the time and I went because I was frustrated. I knew that I was hitting this glass ceiling. I saw it happening all the time. I listened to enough books on trying to improve myself to know that there were stories I was making, right? Like I couldn't get through it. I couldn't separate them. Um, so it's a three day, by the way, if you don't know what it is, it's a, basically it's a three day course uh, for self uh, and business improvement. And it's pretty intense, but I left oh, like I was a whole different person. And I proclaimed that for a long time. For quite a few months, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a whole new person. That's like, I'm a new person. Uh, when I came home, my husband thought I lost weight, which is hilarious because in three days, I'm like, I don't know. I lost emotional weight. I was just standing differently. Um, I was honestly, I felt like I was a different person. And then a few months after sort of the high came down, right? 
I realized that I wasn't a different person. I, I really felt comfortable and knew who this person was. And I realized that it was really just the person that I had always been that was kind of buried under all of that stuff that was keeping me safe all the time, right? Like, like I always see like my, five, my seven-year-old self had taken over and was keeping me safe from all of the things um, all of the time. <laughs> um, and once I could finally say, I've got this, you can rest. I, I just knew myself now. Um, and what I found is I went from, I needed to know all of the details of every choice because I, I, I couldn't go into something not knowing everything about it and being prepared to now I'm launching things like a magazine and the, the day after I wake up thinking about it and like, I'll figure it out later. So <laughs> like bring the pendulum back to the middle, but <laughs> um it was an incredible, huge transformation on my part. That's incredibly inspiring. Inspiring. I love that you um, kind of touch on that imposter syndrome because I feel like I've been working through kind of my own, you know, issues surrounding that. And let me clarify that we're probably always going to be working through some imposter syndrome. I think that it's just changes as you, you know, deal with the one thing, something new pops up or, you know, you uncover something else. So it's just like an onion peeling back all the different layers. But, um, I, you know, I love how you say that you were working through that and you were able to gain, you know, a different perspective and walk away from that differently. I just think that that's, it's incredibly inspiring to hear other people who have dealt with those things like imposter syndrome and who have been able to, you know, break through it because sometimes it can be really frustrating. Like I've currently been working with somebody and it's like, why do I do these things? Why do I self-sabotage? I'm much like you too. I'll open up messages or emails and just be kind of like, this looks really overwhelming right now. And then just close it. And I'm like, why are you doing that? Just deal with it. So I really love that, you know, that you um, were able to work through that. So I would really love to know how are you kind of working with other women? You have your photography business and the magazine. Do you have um, any other things? Sure. Um, well, I touched on it a little bit. The newest project we have, it is still photography, but it is a photo project called The Art of Her. It's really about like an artistic rendition of telling your story, right? So there's like fabrics flowing everywhere and these women just really get to show up. They tell their story. The, I photograph them. Basically I build a dress on them. So it gets to do it in sort of basically my uh, artistic way. Um, but I use sort of their story to help guide that, right? So if the fabrics are flowing all over the place, that's sending sort of a subtle message of, I get to take up space. I get to fill the space. I'm allowed to. Um, something that I'm bringing into that, that I use in my magazine and I use in my, uh, photography business and headshots is I use a lot of body language science. Um, and what that is, is we, we all know about the subconscious cues, right. That send messages. So I use them to help in business photos, uh, you know, like business portraits, um, if you're a client, if you're a coach and you want your clients to know that you're uh, a good listener, say, there are body language cues for that. And we bring that into your photos because if your photo has to speak a thousand words, then we got to make sure they're the right one so that you stand out because we're all in saturated markets, 
right? <laughs> so that's what we do there. And then we also use it in the project then to build strength and sort of the space of, of who she is as well. Um, and then of course in the magazine, which is all about, there's a lot of power posing in that. <laughs> um, so those are like the projects for that. And, and then through photography, speaking of saturated markets, I had to get creative on how I marketed, right? So one thing I also do is creative marketing. Um, and that's a consulting piece. I help people think differently about how to market, typically locally. Uh, it's really about knowing your ideal client really well and really intimately so you can find them in places where your competitors really aren't looking. Um, so that's one way that I, I help other women find uh, their clients in that way. And then I also help photographers. Um, I mentor them in running a business that's profitable so they stop burning out. Um, it's easy to get a camera and moms are really commonly becoming photographers because they get a camera, they take photos of their kids and then everybody wants to hire them because they took really great photos and they don't know how to run a business. And then they start to feel like they can't charge. They're not allowed to charge, right? We go back to playing small. So I help teach them how to run a profitable business so that they can, they can enjoy what they do, love what they do, and also be home with their kids if they want to. They can choose how they spend their time instead of always behind the computer retouching and shooting. <laughs> I love that you bring that up, the playing small, because um, I think that stretches, like we said, across all industries that, you know, we undervalue ourselves coming from a place of playing small, low self-worth, all of these things that we have to work through. I think that sometimes we have this idea that if we love doing something, because we're such nurturers, right? And we're such givers, that if we love doing something, then we shouldn't be charging so much for it. And, and it's sort of, we have to learn how to bridge that gap that you can still give and do what you love and take care of your family and travel and go on vacations and right and still have a quality of life that you love. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> sure. So my photography website is fdlphoto.com. It stands for Florida Lee Photography. <laughs> Um, and then our magazine site is refashionedmagazine.com. Now there's no E next to the D. So it's R-E-F-A-S-H-I-O-N-D. Um, and you can find all sorts of great supporting um, information there. It's all about collaboration and education and 
helping, like I said, helping women sort of step into that visibility that sometimes we hide from and support. And we have a Facebook group that's right now it's local, but um, I've had people reach out even about creating ones out in, in other states. So we'll see how that goes and maybe make something that women just can come together and rise together. And that's really the goal. That's so cool. I just absolutely love what you're doing. And um, I'm like, I may have to plan a, a trip out to Arizona when I need some photos done because I'm one that I just, when you're talking about, you know, it's not your job to be, you know, camera perfect and all of that. I'm just like, I'm so awkward in front of the camera. That's one of those things I don't want to be visible in front of it. So I really love that. Do you have like, um, how exactly do you work with women who are so reluctant to get in the camera? Do you have any kind of tips or tricks? <laughs> yeah. So one of the most important things, and I think this is actually a fairly key component is in headshots and family photos and anything that I do photography wise, there's a planning session that takes place and it's face to face. Um, so talking about headshots, it's a strategy planning appointment. We get together, we talk about who they are, who they want to show up as like, Tell me who you want to be. Who do you want to be seen as? Um, and who their clients are, right? Because that goes back to that body language so that I know how to help your, your posing to reach them as well. Um, and I'm just going to be honest. I start shooting in that room and I start losing words. I don't make sense anymore. I'm tripping over light stands. I think on, on as a whole, I just make everyone feel comfortable because they're like, look at this chick. She's like falling all over the place. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> But um, actually, I mean, there's a lot of laughter. We have a lot of fun. And then the best part is when, you know, they get to see them and they realize, oh my gosh, yes. Like that she caught me how I want to be seen. Um, she heard me. And um, it's really just about creating that comfort and that confidence in, in what can be done with them. I think that that's so important because it brings a whole another element and another energy to like a photo shoot like that. I'm thinking like JCPenney photo shoot versus where it's, you know, when I take the boys every year and it's like, stay still, stop pinching your brother. And they're just like trying to, you know, versus like you said, somebody who's really invested in knowing who you are and what, you know, your style is and what you're looking for, what you want to portray, what you want to show. So I really love that. So I just have to, to thank you so much for sharing with us. Before we kind of close out, was there anything else that you had wanted to share or wanted to touch on or just kind of a closing message for us? I just want to say that sometimes we feel like in our drive to find success and to become the woman who finds success, that we feel like we have to shed everything about who we are and to recognize, and I would say like honor who you are because she's helping you get there and and be proud of who she is because because you're not who you were right so you've done a lot of work um and who you are is amazing and you should step into your power and you should step into your confidence and you should recognize that you deserve to take up space um you deserve to be here and i think we're all here to make some sort of impact and i think stepping into your impact changes the world even if it's only a little bit that's beautiful. Thank you so much. 
Um, again, thank you for being here. Thank you for giving your time. Thank you for sharing with us. This has been incredible. And um, if you want to connect with Jessica, make sure that you scroll down to show notes and you'll be able to connect straight with her. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you for having me. This was such a great time. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Self Project Podcast. I hope that you were able to find something useful or inspirational to take away with you today. So come and connect with me over on Instagram. It's at underscore Christy Martin. And let me know what you want to hear more of. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. And I will see you next time.